Hello my friend and welcome back to another episode. How the hell are you doing? If you're new here, welcome. Um, if you are new here, I always do a kind of intro about what's going on in my life right now. Um, so if you're not interested in listening to that, you can just fast forward to the main um, meat and veg of the episode. Um, but hello and welcome. Oh my God. Um, I really hope that you are doing well. I'm doing well. There is a lot, there's a lot kind of been happening in um, in my world. Um, first of all, let's hit in for business. I am working on um, a new course, which I'll be sharing details about shortly. Um, but I'm work, working with um, a kind of a different team on launching it. And so it's been, you know, learning how to work with them and communicate with them um, and all of that. It's always a, a, a juggle um, when you start involving other people in your business. Um, and I actually had a bit of a moment the other night where I was like, why am I, you know, why do I feel, I was feeling just a bit weird and I couldn't quite pinpoint it. And I was talking to my boyfriend and I kind of just, sometimes when I speak to people, things will just come out of my mouth and I'll have like a mini breakthrough mid conversation. And I said something to him about feeling out of control. And I kind of realized that one of the things that was feeling very weird for me and while I was, it was actually just feeling a bit anxious um, was because there was other people involved in launching this new course and I'd never really done it like this before. And I've been used to me being in the driver's seat and me knowing when everything is happening and me doing everything. And so actually just letting go and allowing other people to do their side of things while keeping on top, you know, that they're doing what needs to be done. It was just a whole new experience for me. And I was like, wow, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. So it just goes to prove that even sometimes when we're when we're doing things that we know are good for us um, and are helping us to, you know, up level or however you want to frame it, it can still feel very, very uncomfortable because doing anything new feels uncomfortable. And you can apply that to any any area of your life. Um, on the episode that I did with Lisa Van Lu, we were talking about this actually in terms of like relationships. When you get into a new relationship and it's working out completely different to all your all the rest of your relationships, it can feel really uncomfortable. And oftentimes we, we mistake that uncomfortableness for there being something wrong. And actually there isn't. It actually means everything is going right. So it's really important for you to check in with yourself and just try and distinguish between between the two and always remind yourself that when you're doing anything new, it will feel uncomfortable in the beginning. It's not all going to be glitter and, and roses and easiness. You know, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work like that. Um, so the other thing that has been happening, if you've been following along on Instagram, you will know that um, I have also been kind of working on launching a couple of kind of side hustles um side hustles for now but I'm hoping that they are going to become more main hustles in the future um and one of them is it's called self duff self duff's self-love corner um and it's basically going to be selling all kinds of merchandise um which is themed with affirmations um and you know self-love um, quotes and just nice, beautiful 
items that you can wear or have around your home, um, which bring in like really uplifting, high positive vibes. Um, and I kind of started creating it because I was looking around at a lot of the, you know, the self-love t-shirts or the, you know, um, accept yourself t-shirts and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't really like any of this. I think it's all, I don't know, it just, it just looked a bit me for my taste. So um, I've been designing my own kind of style of it. And even if I do say so myself, I think it looks pretty freaking amazing. Um, so I will be um, up and running in the next few weeks with that. So I will obviously be sharing links, etc. So you can go and check that out. And then the other thing is um, Duff's Vintro Corner, which is going to be my online store, which is a combination of kind of uh, vintage um, and, you know, uh, retro clothes, so clothes through the 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, that I have been sourcing from various places. Um, I'm super excited because fashion has always been really one of my biggest passions. And I guess, you know, back from being um, at the stage of my life where I was picking university courses, all of that, I guess I didn't I didn't really know how to make it how to make it work for me, um, how to get into that because I didn't think that I had um, the design side of it, I didn't think I was very strong on the design side of it. I couldn't, I couldn't draw. Um, well, I told myself I couldn't draw or design. Um, and I did look at being a fashion buyer for a while, training to do that. But I'm freaking dreadful with numbers, so that also put the the kibosh on it. And I guess like when you're that age, when you're you know 18, you don't really think to to look. Well, I didn't anyway. To look at what other areas potentially you might be able to still um, be involved in the thing that you really love but take it go at it from a different angle if that makes sense um so it's only taken me to my 40s to work out <laughs> how to how to bring in this you know this part of me that I you know love so much I just love style and I just love clothes and 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 kind of what they can how they can represent you as a as a person um you know they can really help you to ex express who you are you know and it doesn't mean that you need to be wearing extravagant things your style may be really plain and simple but that's still it's still a style it's about the thing that makes you feel the best so i'm really excited for both of those and the reason they're both called um duffs and then insert kind of thing corner is is to do with my family because my dad were my dad's uh, family were brought up in a house called Duffmount and attached to Duffmount there were um kind of I think there was a garage a shop um a bar and it was known as Duff's Corner and so when I went up to see my dad he was building a sign for his allotment which said Duff's Corner and I was like oh my god I want to name my um my shops I want to name them Duff's something corner so I can carry on the family name so that's just a little bit of you know history for you in case you were in case you were interested um yeah so that's that's kind of what's going on um business stuffy wise um I'm going to Mexico it looks like um I've given up on trying to get directly into the states at the minute 
Um, I emailed the embassy, they said no. Um, so I did some research, etc. And it looks like you can fly to Mexico, spend 15 days in Mexico, and then fly into the States, which randomly, I discovered that you can't drive between the States and Mexico, but you can fly, which is just freaking I'm sure there is a reason or a logic but I just for me I can't see I can't see what it is but you know that's not really I don't need to know what it is I just need to know what the what the rules and regulations are so I'm super excited about that um so that'll probably be end of August 15 days there and then heads to um New York for a month um and we've been kind of dealing myself and my boyfriend we're kind of dealing he has some stuff going on right now um which means that he can't travel. Um, so that's the reason he's not been able to come here right now. Um, and the reason he can't come and meet me in Mexico. Um, I may talk about that more in a future episode. Um, but I think right now I, I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling it's, it's the right time to share. Um, and, you know, I've kind of come to the conclusion, I went through a stage of feeling like I needed to share everything in my life as it was happening. And actually, I've, you know, really tapped into the fact that I'm, I'm a person who needs to process and work through things in her life before she before I will share. Um, and I think there is there can be a lot of pressure um, that we put on ourselves when you are in the social media space, or the online business space, that you know, for your business, especially if you're a personal brand, that for you to be successful, you have to be kind of sharing all of your shit all of the time. Um, and I do think, you know, I, I like sharing my story. I like opening up and, and letting other people see what is possible for them and to give people hope um, and hopefully to inspire some people. But I'm definitely not someone who, you know, wants to feels like it's necessary for me to share every single part of my life especially not when I'm still working through um and I you know I guess I look at people who do that in the online space and I you know I have a certain level of admiration for it but I'm kind of sick of trying to put pressure on myself to be something that I'm not and you know the most important person in 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 my life is is me and the only person that can make me feel good and, and you know, align me with what feels right for me is me. No one else can do that for me. So I have to look at what everyone else is doing and I have to, you know, you know look at it, maybe consider it, um, but I don't necessarily need to follow it. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, um, that's quite a few shares there, I feel. But the course that I wanted to speak to you about, um, I'm literally, I'm so excited. So it's called Ignite Confidence. And if you struggle with low self-confidence, if you feel in, uncomfortable in your skin, like no matter what you try, and you feel ready to break through the bullshit and become the most confident, happy, fun version of your beautiful self, then this course, I have designed it for you. And I designed it because, you know, I always felt I didn't measure up to others and struggled with low self-worth. And although I am very aware that this was always meant to be part of my journey because I wouldn't be able to help people with their struggles if I hadn't been through my own, it held me back for far too long. You know, I spent all of my 30s faking 
confidence um, or finding temporary confidence boosts from, you know, losing weight and changing my body um, and, you know, seeking external validation from, you know, other people um, around me, specifically men. Um, and you know what? I don't want you to struggle for as long as I as, as I did. So if you are kind of in a position now where you know that you're struggling with low self-confidence and you can't say, I feel amazing about myself and my life, then what I want you to do is go to the show notes. Um, you can go now or after you've listened to the episode and I want you to click the link to find out more information about this brand new 90-day course, Ignite Confidence. I'm so excited um, and I really hope if you have been struggling with these feelings for a long time that you know you will now take take a step forward, take a step out of your comfort zone and start to change things for yourself. So I hope to see you inside of the course. And um, let's dive into today's episode. So today we're talking about ego um, and we're talking about how to identify when you are making decisions from a place of ego or your ego is driving your decisions um, and when you are making decisions from a space of your true self. So um, I'm going to say no more about it. I'm going to let the episode speak for itself. I really hope you enjoy it and you get some value from it. If you have any questions, obviously reach out to me on Instagram um, and I will more than happily chat to you about it. Um, and that's it for now, my friend. Enjoy the episode and I will speak to you really, really soon. My friend, welcome to the Thrive with Dove podcast. My name is Sarah Dove and I am going to be your host for these episodes. I am a relationship coach, entrepreneur, life coach, tapping practitioner, breathwork practitioner, and I am on a mission to help you be better, feel better, live better, and to truly thrive in your life as the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So in the episodes, I'm going to be covering topics such as romance, love, relationships, dating, money, manifestation, personal and spiritual development, business, all of the things that you need. And each of the episodes, my intention is that there is going to be stuff in there that you can take out and start to use in your real life today. And what I would love more than anything else is that if you get value from the episodes, please share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your social media, because we need to get the message out that people do not need to be just surviving in life. We are here to truly, truly thrive. And it would also mean the world to me that if there is an episode you love or you just love the podcast in general, if you would take some time, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and some stars. So that's all for me from now. Enjoy the episodes and I will speak to you really, really soon. Alrighty, alrighty. Let us delve into the main bones of the episode. Main bones of the episode? Alrighty, alrighty. That is a cross between Matthew McConaughey in Magic Mike. Alright, alright. Which we know I do love that. But you know who else it is? It's also Trey from Sex in the City, because he goes, alrighty. So it's kind of a mix of the two. That's where I'm sitting on my um, impression. Anyway, let's talk about our ego selves. And more specifically, let's talk about how do you know when you are operating from a place of ego, more specifically ego fear, and 
acting from a place that is aligned with our true selves. Now, I'll be honest, this concept in the beginning confused the absolute bejesus out of me. Because actually, it is quite tricky, especially when you're new to the world of personal development. It's quite tricky to wrap your head around this whole concept of, because the ego, for me anyway, in the very beginning of me starting to do this work, the ego to me had always been used in um, context as when you were talking about someone having an inflated ego, or he's got a big ego, or she's just she's just full of um, full of herself, that kind of thing. But actually, the way that I'm going to be talking about it today, it's actually not about that at all. And so just to clear up that we all have an ego self and it's like the part of us that is, it has our best interests at heart because it is there to try and protect us from anything that it perceives as a threat to our sense of self. But the biggest problem is that the ego is operating, protecting a false sense of self because it is operating from a place of um, like protection. So it's trying to protect these kind of false uh, personas that we have put on and presented to the world as being the thing that guarantees that we're going to fit in, that we will get love, that we will have our needs met. So the ego is there protecting these versions of us, but they are not aligned with our actual true selves. I hope to God that makes some kind of sense. So essentially within us, if you think about us as being, this is the easiest way I can do it. So I like to split myself into all of the different parts of me. So I have me, true self, I have ego self, I have the shadow part of me, and I have the inner child. I also have, as you may well, as I also have lots of other like little parts of me that are also in a, mixed in amongst these kind of four parts of me. And so the ego will very often be in full operation of keeping us stuck in these false senses, false senses of self. So I found this whole thing very confusing in the beginning. And um, I, the holistic psychologist, she um, does a breakdown of the, the stages of ego awareness. I haven't written them down. I hope I'm not about to butcher this. But basically, you have stage one, which is you have no ego awareness at all. Then you have um, stage two, which is, I think, like you're just beginning to become more aware of the ego self. Then you move into the kind of observation um, 
which is where you are able to actually separate yourself from your ego and just observe what your ego is up to. And it can be very amusing sometimes to kind of listen to, well, for me anyway, listening to what my ego is sometimes up to, the things that it's trying to tell me, the paths that it's trying to lead me down, all trying to protect the version of me that it is telling, that it thinks is my truest self. But I know that that is not my truest self. Because the people please, me being a people pleaser is not my true self. Me wanting to play small and not be seen is not my true self. But the ego is looking at that and going, no, that is your true self. And you need to you need to stay small and you need to keep people pleasing because that's the thing that's going to keep you safe. That's the thing that's going to um, make sure that you, you know, receive love and that you fit in and all of that kind of stuff. So you then have in the final stages, it's ego integration. And um, I haven't really, honestly, looked fully into exactly, you know, the definition of ego integration. So I, but I'm assuming, and this is me just blurbing out loud right now, I'm assuming that that's when you and the ego are able to kind of live together and kind of dance around each other. And I would say that at the minute I am fluctuating between the kind of ego uh, being being able to observe my ego and also at times just kind of having this back and forth dance. Now I may, after I've finished recording this, Google what ego integration is and be like, uh, what I said on there was totally not right. But let's just put that down to being my perception at this moment in time, having done no reading about it or anything, um, that that's what I feel it is. And I definitely feel there are times when I am more, I feel like I'm like really observing my ego and I definitely have been a bit more over the last few weeks. And other times that um, I'm, you know, I'm aware that, aware that it's there um, but we're just kind of, you know, we're just kind of cruising through life together. I really hope that made some kind of sense to you. But basically, the reason that I really wanted to record this episode today was that I found something yesterday that um, I know that if I had discovered this and been aware of it in my early days of doing the deeper inner work, it would have really helped me to maybe grasp the concept of the ego a little bit quicker and not find it so freaking confusing. So obviously I thought, you know what, you might well benefit from this. And it's basically based on the concept of the four Ps. So whenever you are making a decision about something, you have to consider whether the reason that you are making a particular decision is being driven by one of the four Ps. And if it is, then that means that it is actually going to be a decision that is being driven by your ego. And the four Ps are proving yourself. So if you are making a decision because you feel that you need to prove yourself to someone, then that is a decision coming from ego. Or if you have, you feel like you need to do something to prove yourself to the world, then that is coming from an ego place. 
The next thing is um, if you are making a decision, so maybe you're making a decision about not doing something, and the reason that you are making the decision to not do something is because you are scared of maybe failing or scared of not getting a favorable outcome. So it's basically the ego protecting you. So the second P is protection. So if there is an element of feeling like you need to protect yourself and that's why you decide not to do something, then that is also an ego-driven decision. The next P is when you are trying to be perfect. So if you are, you know, everything in your life is unsatisfactory unless it's perfect and you you feel like if things aren't perfect, they're almost not worth doing. And if that is the case, that is also an ego decision because what's happening there is that the ego is perceiving that if you are not perfect, if you don't do something perfectly, then that is going to end up with you experiencing pain, shame, um, you may get rejected, it will, it may um, mean that you are being seen as, you know, completely unlovable and unworthy and not a valuable human being and all of this kind of stuff. So basically you not being able to be perfect is um, going to have a negative painful outcome for you, which actually, you know, you know that it's not you know that if you don't do something perfectly, what the only thing that's going to happen is that you will you will have the opportunity to be able to have a lesson from whatever the outcome, the imperfect outcome was. And FYI, perfection is a complete fallacy, you know? And actually failing at something and not being perfect is where the growth lies. If you are perfect at everything, you there would be no there would be no room for growth you know life would be stagnant if we were all walking around as perfect human beings life would be so stagnant but that's what your ego wants you know so it will stop you from taking risks it will stop you it will lead you into procrastinating if if it's um thinking that you are not going to be able to do this perfectly because it perceives it as a negative outcome i think i've said the same thing different ways three times over and then the last P is if you are making a decision to please someone else. So, you know, hands in the air if you're a people pleaser, say I, I. Um, yeah, so if you are making a decision just to please someone else, then that is you making um, a decision um, from your ego self, not your true self. So whenever you are in a situation and making a decision, you need to do that as a kind of little check-in with yourself and questioning the decision that you are making and the reasons behind that decision. And if any of them fall under the category of the four Ps, then you can then be aware that that is actually you coming, that is actually your ego trying to drive your decisions and then you, as your true self, get to decide whether you are going to let your ego continue to drive the car or whether you are going to say, stop, no, 
my true self wants to make a different decision. My true self chooses to make a decision which is more aligned with me because I am now standing in the truth of me, not in the truth of my ego's perceived sense of true self. I really hope that made some sense. So I really hope you're starting to understand how the ego kind of plays into the things that are happening in your everyday life. And this is where self-sabotage stems from. And I believe I've mentioned this on a previous episode in that self-sabotage is happens because basically the ego feels unsafe, you know? So going back to the four P's, it's always striving to um, it's always striving to make you do these things because it perceives that if you have proved yourself to be a certain thing, if you have um, perfected being a certain way and being a perfect human being, if you're pleasing everyone around you, then that is that's going to make sure that you are safe. So when it perceives a threat, when it sees uncertainty, when it sees you trying to go against the grain, when it sees you trying to step outside of what it perceives as being safe, as what it perceives as being familiar, what it will do is, if you are not, if if you are trying to go your own way, if you are trying to continue on and do that thing, it will sabotage you on an unconscious level. It will make you do things that you don't want to do, but it convinces you that, you know, this is the right thing to do. And so this is like the cycle of self-sabotage. And so in order for us to stop self-sabotaging, or at least reduce it, you have to get good at managing the ego, and you have to get good at being able to make your ego realize that there is no immediate threat to your life, that you are perfectly safe. You as your true self are perfectly safe and you will be okay no matter what the outcome of something is. So even if something didn't go your way, you are not going to die. You are not going to have everyone suddenly think that you are, you know, a worthless piece of shit. It's not going to mean that you are not valuable as a human being. It doesn't impact any of that, but your ego thinks that that it does. And your ego is really seeing this as a threat to the sense of you that it thinks it perceives as being your true self. So what you need to wrap your head around is that your ego's sense of self and your sense of self, your true sense of self are not the same thing. And so you have to get very clear on what it is that you want and stand firm in that truth and get really good at knowing when it is your ego that is in play and trying to hold you back. And yes, this is freaking uncomfortable. You know, when you are trying to go against something like your your patterning, your ego is feeling so threatened that it will fight, you know? And so you have to take responsibility for deciding 
Are you going to stay in the discomfort? Are you going to keep moving forward and keep just, you know, meeting your ego and having the conversations with your ego and, and working through it? Or are you going to keep letting your ego, ego, eagle, ego wrestle you to the ground and let it keep the version of you that you are trying to change alive? So your ego will always try and keep the the version of you that it sees as being familiar alive and well and thriving. But you know, if you're trying to become more confident, if you're trying to achieve bigger things in your life, you have to be able to lift your ego off you and stand firm in your truth and say to your ego, no. I am not staying attached to that old version of me. I'm not staying attached to the version of me that you think is my truth because I know that that is not my true self. I know my true self and I am choosing that and I'm choosing to go forward sitting in the discomfort, you know, and not not letting you wrestle me to the ground. So I hope that makes some kind of sense. I really hope that like didn't confuse the absolute bejesus bejesus out of you I will listen to this back and see see what I think and maybe 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 it'll be a re-record but if you're listening to this and you're listening to me saying this then I didn't re-record it so I was all right with it um and then the other thing that I was reading yesterday um after I discovered these four p's and I was like yeah shit that's really good was also um the four c's of authenticity So you know that you are operating out of like a place of authenticity when you are looking at the world and you are looking at your life and you're you're asking yourself, okay, so what can I create? What can I contribute to the world? What can I contribute to, you know, the bigger picture of life? You'll be asking, how can I connect? So how can I connect with, with other human beings? How can, I, how can I be more connected to the earth? How can I be more connected to life? Because you're wanting to be seen. You're wanting to be heard. You're not wanting to hide away. And don't forget, your ego will be trying to protect you and keeping you small and quiet and not seen. So when you are able to step into asking yourself, and taking action on how can I connect more, you know that you are operating from your authentic self. And the other thing is, um, what can I cultivate? So you'll be looking around at your life and going, okay, so what are the what is the goodness that I can cultivate? You know, what can what can I what can I bring to bring to the world? And you're actually seeing yourself as, as, as something valuable, as something that can actually, you know, do good in the world and bring good to the world. And that's not what your ego wants you to believe. Your ego wants you to believe a completely different story. But as soon as you can feel that you are operating more in those four things, and it may be that in that you, you have to be, or it's not even maybe, you definitely have to be, more conscious of these four C's of authenticity. So checking in with yourself all of the time, like where is my where is my head at? How am I perceiving this situation? How am I approaching this situation? And so you have to remain conscious with what is going on in your brain and remembering, you know, when situations are arriving, arising, check in with yourself 
okay, am I operating out of one of the four Ps? Okay, if I am, I know that is ego. And therefore, what I want to do is manage my ego and then make sure that I'm being very conscious on starting to look at this situation and asking myself, how can I bring more of the four Cs of authenticity into this situation? So I'm going to leave it there because I feel like that's quite a lot to digest. It was quite a lot for me to vomit out. Um, If you have any questions on this, because I know... I know this stuff can be, I know this stuff can be confusing, or maybe it's just me, maybe like you're listening to this and you're like, what? Yeah, I nailed that freaking years ago, Sarah. Um, And if you have, you know what? Hi, more power to you. High five. I think you're amazing. Um, But if you're, you know, you get a confused brain like me, then I really hope this has helped you today and brought you um, some insight and some value And if it did, please feel free to reach out and share that it did. Um, Feel free to tag me on your Instagram stories if you want to share the episode. Um, And you can also obviously head on over to um, iTunes and leave leave a little review and some stars. That would mean the absolute world to me. Um, But I'm going to leave it here, my friend. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. And I will speak to you really soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Thrive with Duff podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave me some stars. And while you're over there, do not forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. If you have friends, gal pals, your mom, anyone that you feel that would benefit from any of the episodes, I would be so grateful if you could share because I am on a mission to make sure that I empower as many women as I possibly can to be able to start thriving in their life. Until the next episode, my friend, take care. I'll speak to you soon.